Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and hey, it is a great day in the USA, coast to coast and border to border. I want to um, remind each and every one of you that we are on uh, live 1205 until 2 p.m. in the East every day. Download the free C.L. Bryant Show app onto your iPhone or iPad device and uh, listen to us wherever you go. And if you're traveling through Times Square, remember that you can look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and uh, the Red State Talk Bill board is right there and every hour the cl bryant show does pop up there right above uh times right above rippies believe it or not on the billboard in times square hey let me say this to you folks it is absolutely amazing what is going on in our country today and i have had on with me on uh, many occasions past dr marlene mcmillan uh, the co- the founder and president of why liberty matters and she's going to tell us how to engage with her in this great global webinar and i want you now to help me welcome back to the show my good friend dr Dr. Marlene McMillan. Dr. Marlene, how are you? Oh, I'm great, and it's always a delight and a joy to be on your program. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Marlene. Uh, you know, when we were uh, prepping the show today, your name, of course, came up and it came up and it came up to talk about some of the issues that are facing us today, because you always bring such clarity to the conversation. Doc, I want you to uh, first tell the audience about why Liberty Matters, the global webinar that you have, and then we'll get into uh, our conversation. I'll be happy to. Why Liberty Matters. We have people from around the world who would we would call lovers of liberty. And liberty has a language. There is a language and method that leads to liberty and a different language and method that leads to tyranny. And we get together on Wednesday nights. It's 8 to 9.30 Central Time. But we have people who stay up half the night, who get up early in the morning, wherever they are around the globe, to listen to principled teaching about liberty. 
see, as a culture, we have a vocabulary of tyranny that's being thrust upon us constantly. But we have to learn to speak liberty. So you go to why liberty matters. That's W-H-Y, libertymatters.com. Put in your first name and email address, and it will send you a response, and you have to respond, and then it will start telling you welcome and tell you how to get tuned into the webinars. You know, Doc, you mentioned, and you always bring in these phrases that I think our audience are always titillated by, uh, a vocabulary of tyranny. i got to ask you about that. Is that one of the root causes, uh, one of the core uh, causes of racism still today? Day in our country? Is that vocabulary being used in such a way that uh, we are responding to it in uh, tyrannical, tyrannical and perhaps irrational ways? Talk to us about that, Doc. Okay, that is such a great question because you get more of what you talk about and you become what you think about. So if all you hear on the news It's constant discontent. If all you hear is hatred and destruction and hopelessness, well, what would we expect would be the fruit of that but more hopelessness? So this is this hopelessness and hatred bears very bad fruit. So the uh, movies, music, Everywhere you turn is filled with this constant fomenting of hatred, and it doesn't do any good. I really think, I know some people say, well, we naturally hate each other and we have to be taught how to love. But I find with children, they love each other and they really don't care about the things uh, that they, uh, the externals. And if you never teach them that they're supposed to hate each other, there's a natural love that we have heart to heart between us. But that doesn't serve a tyrant. So tyrants have to foment discontent. Is there a rise of tyranny uh, coming from a particular oligarchy uh, in our nation today? And is that oligarchy one that has formed or is shaping our educational system? Doc, you've talked about this in the past. Uh, If you would uh, swing us back around to that conversation again here today. Okay. What has basically happened in our education system has been over a hundred year plan. The Marxist that wanted to change, let's say this way, the Marxists who hated liberty and wanted to change the very fundamental nature of any kind of structure that allows liberty had a plan, and they knew they had to have the education system under their wing. So they moved education from being about what we would call the cognitive, about what you know, you know, that you actually know your times tables and two plus two actually does make four, to moving us to it's all about our feelings. That's called the affective domain. And this goes back to Benjamin Bloom and many of his followers back in the 1950s and 60s. Now we have everyone in education is pretty well trained in this thinking. And so now it's all about what do you think and how does that make you feel? Well, that's subjective, not objective. So 
it means that everything is relative and there's no fixed moorings. There's no standard. So when someone gets up and says, well, there's a problem here. We've got a problem in our town. We've got a problem in our country. Well, you have to say in comparison to what? What's the standard? Who's setting the standard? But people are conditioned to this relativism and the most persuasive communicator, the person who plays on their feelings at the deepest level, those are the people that they, quote, unquote, listen to. You know, Dr. McMillan, uh, today the president is in Jamestown, Virginia, uh, celebrating uh, the uh, the 400th um, uh, inauguration of our representative form of government. And uh, I, I note that many uh, black legislators uh, and, and by full disclosure, folks, I am a black radio host. And I know what I'm saying here, former president in another life of the NAACP. So understand what I'm saying. And I, I had to qualify that because of what Dr. McMillan and I are talking about. That's the tyranny of uh, the, the words of, of using words as hammers here uh, to redefine. And perhaps even the American culture. But, Doc, I noticed that uh, many black legislators are uh, against him being there. How is it possible that our nation has come from there to here, even with the election of President Obama, the first president of uh, color? Uh, how is why is there still such bitterness uh, in this country without seeing or without acknowledging, I should say, the, the obvious progress? that we have made in this nation racially? Well, a tyrant cannot take power when people are grateful and appreciative and content. So tyranny reigns when there's discontent. So if people have things going well, they have to be told how discontented they are. You know, they have to be conditioned to never being satisfied. And there's a scripture that says uh, contentment, you know, it talks about contentment and godliness with contentment is great gain. Now, there's something else I think I'm supposed to mention here. And there's a book about Jamestown that many of our listeners might enjoy. It's called Odyssey of Faith. And it's about the colony of Virginia, Jamestown, and you. And it actually gives a perspective on uh, what has happened at Jamestown from a way that is not the most popular right now uh, version. And even the rewriting of children's books, this is actually a children's book. And the uh, rewriting of our literature, the forcing of everything to be relative and about feelings. I cannot stress that enough to then, you know, you can only have the the right of free speech, of freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is a First Amendment protected inalienable right. In other words, it comes from God and the civil government protects it. You, there's no right not to be offended in the Constitution. And when you care more about your feelings than your liberty, then you're going to get tyranny as a result. When you care more about your feelings than your liberty, you get tyranny 
as a result. I'm writing it down because, folks, we are seeing it. You should write that down, too. On with me is uh, a mega, mega guest on this show, one of your most favorite guests on this show, Dr. Marlene McMillan, the founder and the director of Why Liberty Matters. It is a global webinar you need to find out, and we're going to be telling you a little bit later on in the show again how to engage with Dr. Marlene McMillan. She's my special guest here in this hour. Dr. McMillan, let me ask you this then. When we talk about the Judeo-Christian ethic, uh, when Jamestown Colony was uh, founded and when uh, the our, our representative form of government was enacted in on these shores, because our nation was not a nation at the time, but we, we were here. Uh, they, had fa- they had come to the New World. Let me ask you about that Judeo-Christian ethic. How important was it to us becoming the nation that we are today? And why is it so under attack in this nation that was founded on those principles? Uh, Why is that so much under attack today? Talk to us about it. Okay. First of all, I think that there's a move to try to get people to apologize for a system that resulted in the most liberty to the most people anywhere in the world, in the whole history of the world. Tyranny is a normal condition of a fallen man, a fallen people. And so one of the opportunities that liberty brings is the opportunity to learn about principles and that you can make a difference. You have a kingdom purpose, and you have a calling that's higher than your immediate circumstances, that there's something going on here that's greater than the individuals. And so back to the founding era, God uses imperfect people to accomplish things that are greater than themselves. And so when you learn to think from principle, you will see that these principles work in every nation of the world, no matter what the um, background of the people. It is built within us to care about each other and to love liberty. And so one of the things we've got to do is quit looking at the flaws of the individual and look at the principles that were promoted that work for everybody, whether they work them or not. That is amazing because, friends, when we look at the design in uh, the attack on American principles, you can see it so clearly uh, being carried out. When we talk about the Saul Alinsky's of the world and the progressive liberals of the world, is that a part of their design is to is it to break down the core principles of a society? And perhaps you could speak to why uh, I have about three minutes left in this segment. But, Doc, if you would start your comment on that, why are they so intent on destroying core values and core principles? OK, so what you're talking about. I call the character connection. 
because if you have a child with good character, then they're not going to get on drugs. They're not going to become dependent. They're going to be able to make their own way. And so just the connection right there, you have to think about a child that has um, is raised where their heart is not constantly broken is going to be able to be productive. But if you want to raise generations of people who will look to civil government instead of looking to God, then the breakdown of the family, the destruction of the home, the constant chaos and the financial destruction that is a result of that chaos is what a tyrant uses to build a system of tyranny that really becomes, whether you label it Marxism, socialism, communism, whatever ism you use, they all become a form of slavery. So liberty is lost. So when, when we talk about liberty and why liberty matters, we have to come back and ask the question, without liberty, what would you do? And so whether you want, whether you like everything about the way the system works or whether whatever your opinions are, you'd better look at what would I have in comparison to the system that everybody's telling me is so bad. And folks, that is a question that we must ask ourselves. Uh, what then do we replace this system of the greatest nation on the face of the planet with if, in fact, this system is then uh, as common or uh, worse than other systems in the country? And, you know, if you're an American citizen and I have to say this and Dr. Marlene, when we come back after this short break, I want you to speak to uh, why it is that people from other places like uh, former uh, so, uh, Soviet bloc, uh, Eastern Bloc countries, uh, Iron Curtain countries, uh, Cuba, uh, Africa, uh, Ethiopia, and places like that. Why is it that they can come and appreciate what we have here when those of us who are third, fourth, fifth generation, sixth generation Americans living here uh, don't take advantage of it? And folks, I, let me speak to you as a black man, great grandson of former slaves in this country with a little bit of Scots-Irish uh, mixed in there, in the mix. Uh, I know this. I know for a fact where my family came from, and I know what they endured to get me to where I am. I'm grateful for it. That is something that Dr. McMillan is pointing out to us, that we have to be grateful from where we were to where we are. If you fail to see just how blessed you've been in a nation that was given in right with rights that were given to us by our creator, that the founding document tells us about, then you miss the entire point of this great experiment called America. I'm CL. I'll be back with Dr. McMillan. Resident.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And my special guest, one of your absolute favorites, is on with me, and that is Dr. Marlene McMillan of Why Liberty Matters. She is the founder, president of Why Liberty Matters, a global webinar that you should become involved with on Wednesday Evenings, Doctor, tell us again how to engage with you and why Liberty Matters. Okay, you go to why, that's W-H-Y, libertymatters.com, and put in your first name and email address. And then it will send you back, because of the spam rules, I didn't create them, it sends you back a little notice that kind of says, are you sure you really want to talk to these people? And then you say, yes, that's the choice I want to make. And then it will send you a welcome and tell you how to sign up. And you can always write to us at contact, that's C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at whylibertymatters.com if you have any questions. We have an exciting time. We have people from around the globe that unite to learn the language of liberty and how to promote liberty in their culture, no matter where they live, no matter what their circumstances, because the principles of liberty work everywhere they are applied. Absolutely, they do. And in light of that, Dr. McMillan, then tell us, how is it possible that um, those who come from Eastern Bloc countries, former um, uh, Iron, Cur- Iron Curtain countries, those who come from third world countries uh, can seemingly, seemingly can appreciate uh, what we have here in this nation more than those of us who uh, have come through historically uh, the evolution of what has become the greatest nation on the face of the planet? How is it that we miss it? And they don't. Well, I think we've lost our touch and our taste of what liberty really is. See, liberty is the opportunity to make a choice, to assume responsibility, and accept the consequences. So we wanted a form of freedom where we could do whatever we wanted to do, kind of the freedom to do what was wrong, where liberty deals with the the opportunity to do what is right. Now, this is an interesting thing you're bringing up, though, because I just spent some time with a very capable lady from Bulgaria, and she uh, has lived in the States over 10 years. She was trained in the law system in Bulgaria, uh, but 
uh, has come to the States, and one of her biggest comments that I would say I hear from whether somebody came from Africa, came from uh, countries like Indonesia and uh, Asian countries or wherever, and that is, why are you people in the United States so unappreciative of the liberty that you have? And the second point, which folks listen up here, what they say consistently is the same things that led to the tyranny of our nation are being thrust upon you, and no one's paying attention to history. And and it's like, wake up, people. I mean, I can feel them, you know, wanting to shake America and say, wake up, wake up, wake up. And folks, wake up. Wake up. We live in the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And if they know this in Bulgaria, surely you should know it in Houston, Texas or Shreveport, Louisiana or Los Angeles or even New York City. So wake up and embrace what we have. Then uh, Dr. McMillan point out, uh, let's swing back around then to the educational system, because my question is, are we with the education? system being what it is and being in, infiltrated, saturated with Marxist ideas the way it, it has been. Have we come to a point where, or are we soon at a point, I should say, where there is no return? And what are the indicators of uh, reaching that marker? Okay. So there's always, right up until the very end, a chance for repentance and for redemption. And I want people to remember that. I don't want the mindset of total hopelessness, but I do want the mindset of urgency. There are things going on that have, in essence, been baked in the cake. And one of those mindsets is that civil government is the solution. So that people are geared toward looking to someone outside of themselves and to civil government specifically to solve the problems that in past generations would have been solved by the individual and at the individual and the family level. The other point of this is that character really does matter, and it takes a different level of character to be a freeman in a republic than it does to be a a slave or a denizen in a socialist state. So we are now being more educated toward being good followers, to not questioning the things civil government does, and we have been conditioned to not solve these things for ourselves. So a lot of what I'm doing is teaching people a mindset of liberty, because once you have that in your heart, and you understand the principles of liberty that are immutable. They will not change. All the tyrants in the world cannot change the principles of liberty. So all the tyrants can do is to try to take them from you, keep you from learning them, uh, prevent you from having any hope that there's ever any change. And once tyranny is normalized, 
See, what becomes normal becomes the norm or the standard. It's not questioned. So once tyranny is normalized, like we have now, it gets harder and harder for that awakening to occur. Wow. I will say this. Yes, you go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead and say what you will say. Go ahead and say what you will say, Doc. Okay. I will say, though, that even the discontent that we have right now could backfire on the tyrants because this discontent is very deep. It is within the person. It's systemic within. It's at the very heart level of the individual, even if they're complaining in a group. And what is what that is is a sign that they are seeing that man systems, the centralized government, civil government being the solution to everything, they don't have any solution. Now, this is an opportunity for the liberty lovers of, of especially the United States to wake up, to learn about liberty and get themselves on board because these things are solved at a local level. Quit looking to Washington, D.C. to solve everything and figure out how much difference you can make in your local area. And you will be amazed at how quickly things would turn around. You know, Doc, um, hearing what you're saying about uh, tyranny and the principles of tyranny uh, uh, can't be changed, but they can be stolen or taken away from us. I'm reminded of uh, Christ when he said that all of us, like sheep, have gone astray and we have turned to our own ways. And when I think about the uh, the, the animal that is a sheep, uh, Jesus was not actually commenting the human race or uh, certainly not the nation of Israel when he said that because sheep basically are uh, not the smartest of animals. If they, if they get lost from the, the flock, they, 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 won't, they can't find their, their way back. They, they have to go be found and, and, and brought back. Are the principles of liberty that shepherd, that uh, the Judeo-Christian ethic has placed as a compass to uh, the greatness and the sustained greatness of our nation? Talk to us about it. Okay. These principles of liberty start with truth, because if you cannot understand that some things are true and some things aren't, we call it the language of is and not. And so when you return to a standard that there are some things are just right, some things are wrong. And part of the confusion in our nation right now, what a reprobate mind is, is a reprobate mind is someone who doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. So restoring a standard of right and wrong, a standard of truth, is one of those basics. Another point is the idea of understanding cause to effect. So every idea has consequences. Now, we were told as a nation back in the 1960s during the sexual revolution that you can sleep with whoever you want to and it won't hurt you. But it has left a string of brokenhearted people who then raised another generation of brokenhearted people. And so you can't get away from cause to effect. And history shows us you, you don't have to make your own mistakes. You don't have to let your nation go into tyranny to learn what to learn the signs, the warning signs of tyranny. 
Wow. The character connection matters. Okay, all of these things are codified. You can learn them and learn them very quickly. And, yes, I do have books on many of these subjects because this is my kingdom purpose, and part of my kingdom purpose is to help everybody else have the liberty so they can reach their kingdom purpose. Tell us about your latest book, Dr. McMillan, and how we can get a hold of it. Well, I would say let's talk about the most important book that they need first, and that's Mountains of Deceit. It's not the most recent. It took 20 years to write, and it deals with how the dialectic process, that's this new, this doublespeak, this new language, uh, this constant redefinition of words. So you have one, the one, use one word, and the word has multiple meanings depending on the audience. That's called the dialectic. It's how social engineers take over cultures. And this book, Mountains of Deceit, is very important for someone to get a handle on what has, first of all, been done to them, and then how they can turn it around. And that book took 20 years to write, and it deals with the different mountains of culture. It's called Mountains of Deceit, and it's really important. Now, the other book, though, I do want to bring up is a book on forgiveness. I have a very simple little book called Thoughts on Forgiveness, because if you are bitter, you are just uh, prey to tyranny. You are prey to every evil that can come your way. And when you walk in forgiveness, I'm known as the lady of liberty and forgiveness, because whatever hatred has gone on in the nation, whatever is wrong with all of us, is not going to be solved by screaming and yelling and complaining about it. It's going to be solved by walking in forgiveness, by replacing bitterness with gratefulness, letting that bitterness go. There's a scripture that says that a root of bitterness by which many are defiled. So if you're bitter, you're not just bitter for yourself, you defile and embitter everyone around you. It is like pouring acid on yourself and all your friends and saying, I love you. It's not love. Bitterness, my friends, are, is absolutely, absolutely infectious. It is a cancer. Bitterness is a cancer. And uh, I am on with my good friend, Dr. Marlene McMillan, the president and uh, founder of Why Liberty Matters. And before uh, we're finished here with uh, her interview here today, we will uh, circle back around to how you can engage with her globally on this webinar are on Wednesday evenings. Dr. McMillan, uh, when we talk about bitterness and we look at uh, this Generation X and the Generation Z uh, now that is coming about uh, here, we're seeing young people in this nation who live in the most prosperous on the face of the planet, uh, yet uh, you have a suicide rate that is through the ceiling. You have uh, more of them uh, taking hands uh, Handouts and living still with their parents. And uh, I, I saw a report that 46% of the millennial generation is, in fact, still taking uh, handouts from their parents for the very basic 
needs that they have, like food and shelter even. And so how is it that we have this twisted and perhaps even dysfunctional uh, generation coming up behind us and uh, what will be the effects of it. have about three minutes left in this segment, but you take all three of those minutes and stay with me through the break if you possibly can. Okay. Okay. So what we have going on is multiple generations of an attitude of dependency. And so as this develops, as this increases, you have um, this attitude that someone else will solve the problem for me. And so what is really a disconnect, and I'm going to come back to the hope, the loss of hope, but if you notice, the very people who have some kind of dependency are also the people overall who would say, well, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Well, control follows money. So if you're out there promoting socialism and voting for a system that has never worked anywhere in the history of the world, then socialism equals tyranny, which equals totalitarianism. And the idea that you have people who say, don't tell me what to do, please, you know, I, I want to be my own person. I want to do my own thing. Yet at the same time, they're dependent on their parents or civil government or somebody to make their way. That is a real disconnect. And a lot of it has to do with this hopelessness that has been fed to them through the education system, through the literature. I mean, most of the required reading now in high school literature classes, especially the AP classes, uh, they're very, uh, the word is dystropic. Uh, they're very sad. Uh, they don't have any redemptive value. And so they lead to a sense of hopelessness. And they make a, a young person lose the idea of their purpose and their vision. Now, another part of this is that Hold that thought. Hold that thought right there, Doc. Okay. I don't want this thought to be cut short uh, by the break uh, when we deal with the, the secondary part of wanting to be young people, Americans even, wanting to be their own people. That's the mantra, but yet wanting to remain codependent upon big government. Uh, liberty is threatened, folks, when you uh, engage or embrace that type of attitude because actually you, you lend yourself to being double-minded and scripture does tell us that a double-minded individual is unstable in all of, of their ways. And, and that it, the instability I think is very much at the root uh, of, of American culture right now is because we are incredibly double-minded. We're on with Dr. Marlene McMillan, Why Liberty Matters. We'll return with more of our conversation with her here on the C.L. Bryant Show as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here over Red State Talk Radio and our other platforms who replay us during the day. Uh, loving Liberty as well. Thank you so much. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, download free the CL Bryant Show app, T H E, the CL Bryant Show app in your app app store go to the website vclbryantshow.com follow me on twitter at rev cl bryant facebook cl bryant and uh, my special guest here today is dr marlene mcmillan she is always a blessing when she is on with me not only to me but to the rest of us i get a phenomenal response from her interviews and you need Need to know, and we're going to tell you uh, here before this uh, final segment with her is up how to engage her on her global webinar, Why Liberty Matters. She's the founder and president of Why Liberty Matters. Dr. McMillan, when we left, uh, you were saying to us that, yes, even though there is an idea in the minds of people that they want to be their own purpose. Uh, uh, person and do their own thing, yet there seems to be uh, enthralled in, in, in that and uh, something that goes along with that that makes them want to have it both ways, to be dependent upon big government or somebody getting it done for them. Continue your thought, doctor. Okay, so what we basically have, and double-mindedness is a wonderful way to describe this, is the idea that we're going to be able to make our own choices while at the same time we're lobbying for a centralized governmental system that is built on redistribution of wealth. And the problem with socialism is not just that, you, like Margaret Thatcher said, that you eventually run out of other people's money. The problem with socialism is that you think that you're the, it's built on greed – and it's with the idea that you're somehow going to get the labor of someone else. In other words, the government's going to give to you. But what ends up happening is you become rich in the, in quotes, you know, comparatively rich in the system, and then the government will take from you. People don't think of these things. And so what it's like lobbying for your own enslavement and paying the bill along the way while you're doing it. People just don't know enough about history. The other thing that relates to this is that about your purpose and vision. If you have a sense of a greater purpose than yourself, then you will have an understanding of your identity. 
You'll want to see why was I born at this time in this country, in this, you know, in this time in history, in the circumstances that I was born into. Why do I have the talents that I have? Why do I have the characteristics that I have? And you will see a greater purpose in your life and get out of your own selfishness. And that in it, that is gigantic in what will happen. Wow. And it is, you know, I have never really thought of the idea of redistribution of wealth as a method of a society actually financing its own slavery. And and folks, uh, this is what Dr. McMillan has just shared with us. I'm going to be on uh, Hannity a little bit later on uh, today, Hannity Radio a little bit later on today. And, Doc, uh, uh, that is something that very well may come up is how redistribution of wealth is the financing. Uh, the, the financing of our own slavery. And, um, you know, Dr. McMillan, is this, in fact, then the mindset that can, in fact, keep our uh, young people, the Xers and the Z generation, the X uh, generation, and the Z generation from actually accomplishing what the baby boom generation, which I think is the very last generation that truly understands uh, what it is to um, uh, earn it and to make money the old fashioned way and earn it. Is that really the tool uh, that is being used? And uh, when does it start? Does it what what part of our education process does this ball get rolling when this indoctrination is put forth? Well, when it's everywhere, it's everywhere. Okay, so let's think about this. If you have the opportunity to go be whatever you want to be, to learn whatever you want to learn, to achieve as high as you want to achieve, but you don't believe you do, then what will you do? You will self-censor. You will self-limit. Your own mental cage, your own metal, mental boundaries will keep you bound and enslaved in that mental stronghold. So most of what people are complaining about and saying it's external, it's in the circumstances, it's the environment's you know, fault, it's society's fault, it's somebody else's fault out there. Most of those things are really not real. At least they're not real to everybody because you can find a person who uh, you know, has had horrible circumstances who has overcome them. And so there's then a downplay on anybody who's achieved. So now we focus. It's almost like you have more uh, um, credence if you're more of a victim than if you are the overcomer. It used to be we, we applauded the overcomer and helped victims. Now we marginalize the overcomer and applaud the victim. And so, you know, the more of a victim you are, the more, you know, the, it's like the more power you have. Well, this won't, this won't last. You know, this, this is not going to build anything because you have to constantly be building. Liberty builds and tyranny destroys. Wow. Liberty builds 
tyranny destroys. As you watch the Democrat debates that will start up kick off tonight, folks, you look at the conversation that they're going to be having and the debate uh, theme that that's going to be a silver thread through this entire debate. It's somebody else's fault. And uh, you will see people there who have been in office and a part of government for years, but yet they're blaming others for the catastrophe that this nation uh, that they have been much responsible for as far as the current state of our nation. Doc, before we uh, uh, get to how to engage with you on uh, why and why liberty matters, I need you to speak to uh, the please like me generation on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, what have you. And then you you, you pointed out uh, something that is not real as far as someone else is always to be blamed why I'm not liked. And now we literally, literally have a system of social media that is predicated upon the likes that you have. And I, I see a direct correlation to the number of teen suicide, attempted suicide, and depression in this nation uh, in in conjunction with this generation of uh, what I would like to say uh, is, in fact, so um, uh, self-centered that they kill themselves if they're not liked. Talk to us. Okay. Well, you come back to internal versus external. Internally, you have a conscience, and your conscience is that little voice within you that says yay or nay. It's why a two-year-old can tell you when they're lying. You know, you know they're lying, but, you know, they know they're lying. And so that conscience in a um, culture that is going to raise responsible adults who are able to carry forth liberty— They want that conscience to be very well, uh, very healthy, and to know right from wrong. But in a culture where everything is on externals, where your popularity comes from the number of likes you get, where you're looking for approval and significance from outside of yourself instead of from inside, then you end up in a situation where if you can't garner enough of that and it becomes addictive, you know, you have to have more and more and more, a bigger stage, more applause, uh, you know, more friends, more likes, and it's never ending. It can never be satisfied. So these are two different worldviews, and our current social media is uh, there's some advantages. There's things we can do with it that we could never have done before. But on the downside, it is um, it makes a person not know who they are, and it makes them group dependent. Well, you can get people in a group to do things that you cannot get an individual with a conscience to do. So this group think, this group mentality is there to take away individual liberties. See, your rights, the constitutional rights are individual rights. There are no group rights. So when you have all this clamoring for the group and for our rights as a group, 
that is it's like a straw man it's like it's it's just an illusion it's a talking point to get people to give up their individual conscience and to give up their inalienable rights for an illusion a utopian idea that's not even there it's not even real Wow. So coming back to real is where we need to go. Absolutely. Doctor, I have about a minute and a half uh, left. I want you to tell the folks one more time how they can engage with you and why Liberty Matters. Okay. So you go to www.ylibertymatters.com, put in your first name and email address, and you'll get a response. And you must respond to that response, okay? And you must say, yes, I want to be part of this. And then you'll get a welcome, and you'll learn how to get on the webinars. They ought to do it today to be on tomorrow's webinar. It takes a little while to sign up. We're going to be talking about the language of the dialectic. We're talking about a lot of really cultural, uh, timely things. And we're always talking about liberty, language, and culture. And you will just find it to be exciting. It's fast-paced. And if you have any questions, you can write to us at contact. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at WhyLibertyMatters.com. Dr. McMillan, you're not only one of my audience's favorite guests. I got to tell you, you are one of mine. May God continue to bless and keep you in your teaching efforts and endeavors and your travel. May he bless your travel. Order your steps in his word. Continue to fight the good fight. And I know that you will because you are. And thank you. Thank you so much for being on here with me today. Hopefully I'll see you on the trail real soon. Blessings to you and yours. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. That was my friend, Dr. Marlene McMillan. And folks, you must know why she is one of the show's favorite. And I got to tell you, she is one of my personal favorites. There is not a time that I have talked to her since the first time I met her, which is now actually years ago now uh, that I first met her, that I have not been richly blessed by her wisdom and the way that she is able to articulate difficult principles in a very simple way. I'll be back after the news. Tired of the red team, blue team melodrama? How would you like to see Liberty as the winning side? Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. <laughs> 